the we, sense of taste. We do a different clink. I can see it, but I can't hear it. I want to hear it, man. Oh, I hear it. Never mind. Never mind. It's talking to me. No, you have your own clink, though. <laughs> we have the Shalom one. Hello, Nisim? <laughs> yeah, man. This stuff's amazing. Start this drink, stuff is start, so start great. drinking it already? Just smell it. Okay, cool. I got <laughs> you, bro. <laughs> All right, Nisim's telling us to say L'chaim, man. All right. I think we should say L'chaim. A call from Beit Shemesh. I'm not doing it. That's it. Welcome to the pod. Tonight we have Moshe Rabbeinu's yard site, Zion Adar, super, super powerful. Yeah. So, Moshe Rabbeinu that brought us, Ma'avdus Lecheros, really, really brought us to Geula. May we enter Geula living, Mamish right now, personally and globally. Amen. Amen. I would give you the honor to light the candle for Moshe Rabbeinu. Well, Chazak. But the only, the only problem is, the only match left in there is already burned. So maybe we can get a new match. <laughs> hey, I got you. I got you. One second. <laughs> yeah, just for um, for burning fingernail purposes only. <laughs> right. Beautiful. The inner spark of Moshe inside of us, the little part of us that's already redeemed. All right. Welcome to Tuchas Tinepat to our seventh episode. Wow. <laughs> wow, come a long time, only three weeks in, and Baruch Hashem, we have for the first time in here a very, very special guest. Thanks, brother. In our midst, a very good friend of ours. We have uh, Shalom from the Chef of Music, the Chef of Band up here in Spada, in the Mystical City. Uh, Shalom is a, a lot of things. Uh, a chazan, a, a representative of the community of the Artist Court of Minyan. Um, uh, Rebbe, a teacher for for children, for young kids. An amazing singer. Amazing singer. Amazing uh, viber for bringing a songwriter, friend, songwriter, Guys, producer. You keep this up, my yarmulke's not gonna fit anymore. My head's gonna get so big. You get it? <laughs> 
30, 30, 30 huge. <laughs> Most of all, though, a really good friend and uh, one of the boys. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Glad yeah. to have you. Yeah, first of all, I want to thank the two of you for Mamish bringing me on. It's really, really a big bracha to be here and to really start an initiative to bring a little bit of what's going on in this holy mountain to, to people around the world is so special. Thank you. And really, you're, you. you're one of the warmest people I know. I'm not even <laughs> joking. <laughs> like, you give such amazing hugs. I really, before this, I didn't really enjoy like can manly hugs. Can we get on? <laughs> Let's do it. Get in there, brother. This is also holy, guys. <laughs> First, by the way, hugging tips. What's that? Can we, can we, can we demonstrate? Heart to heart. Super important. I don't know if they'll see us, though. It's okay. We'll maybe like to put that down. Do like a love hug. Like, like a, yeah. Super important. Go to the right side because that puts your heart by their, that person's heart. That's beautiful. If you can't hear me, that I puts your heart by their heart. And that, that really brings a yichud, lev v'lev, together. I can wonder. We, can we do it, man? Okay. Can we do of course. This? Man, it's been a long time since oh, we hugged. Yeah. It's been a long time since we've seen each other. It's so good to see you. Yeah, been a long time. Yeah, you left us, Shalom. Yeah, what happened? For a minute, I had to take a trip down into. Uh, uh, time. Down <laughs> into, it was okay. It was okay. The greatest oh. thing about going to America is the flight back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and making Aliyah again. Awesome. Another chance to make Aliyah. It was really so special. My first week back here, I felt like I had never been in Eretz Israel before, and my eyes were like, it really is. Yeah, it's New really such a bracha to be here. How long have you been here? I've been now in Israel just about five years. Wow. Actually, the way I came here is I had been through the regular Chabad Yeshiva system, which was super beautiful and gave me a lot, but there was also a, a lot left wanting. And I came to Eretz Israel just after finishing Smicha. I came here on birthright, not really sure about my next step, kind of maybe perhaps looking to go to college. And I came here on birthright, and it was just such an incredible, deep experience that I called up my parents in the last day. I'm like, Mata, I am not going back to America. They're like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to figure it out. Hashem got me. Three minutes later, my brother, Shlomo, who is living in Yushalayim, calls me up. He's like, Shalom, I don't know what you're doing. I know you're on birthright. I'm not sure what your next step is. But if you want to stick around for a little bit, I got an apartment in Yushalayim that I'm oh, leaving. Wow. And there's four months <laughs> on the lease wow. left paid for. That Do you want it? Wow. <laughs> Shefa, man. Major Shefa. Wow. So the Shefa goes way back. Shefa has been flowing <laughs> for a while. Baruch Shem. And uh, I spent four months wandering around Yerushalayim. It's actually a really, really formative period in my life. I'd wake up every day, go to the Kotel, Davin, learn. And then I would spend the day wandering the city, just trying to interact with as many different types of people. Learn from them, connect with them. It says, Ezu Chacham, Alomid Mikol Adam. Right? A wise person is one that learns from everyone. Jerusalem has a lot of those. Yeah, and I'm not <laughs> saying I'm wise, but, but I really feel like everyone has something so unique and such a beautiful, beautiful light to share. You know, even, we know that the Rebbe's organization for children that he made is called Tzivos Hashem. Hmm. Now, Tzivos Hashem is Milashon Tzava, the army of Hashem, but the Rebbe, in the opening sikh of how he made it, he said, it's not only from the terminology of Tzava, but also the, ter the terminology of Tseva the colors of Hashem. Because Hashem has so many different types of colorful Jews and so many different types of unique individuals. And Hashem wants all of us to bring our uniqueness, to bring our uniqueness. But what if you're colorblind? Oh, then you have the most color. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, I haven't heard of that. <laughs> sounds nice. I don't know how it makes sense, but it sounds nice. It's probably on a spiritual level. Yeah, but that's the thing I really love about you. You're like, you go to the cult, you connect with people, you're so positive. 
like it's it's not always so easy what keeps you like so upbeat and positive and motivated in life and in your music and how do you do this man so i, I first want to say that baruch hashem my life has it full of mounts of of the ups and the downs and i think it's really important for life to have those you know you look at a heart rate monitor if it's flat person is dead <laughs> life is indicative of, of having ups and downs so i myself as well have my flows and have my ups and have my downs um but i really try to utilize and maximize the ups and i really i mean when you're living with hashem and when you're living in with in spot especially <laughs> that helps yeah it, it, there's just this whole this whole sense of of a ava of achva and if someone's learning torah and not just the revealed aspect Gemara Mishnayas Halacha, which is super important and super fundamental, but someone's peering deeper into Torah and seeing the mystical aspect of Torah and how Torah is actually a code teaching us how to access our inner potential. If someone even just gets a little drop of that, it's like, whoa. It's tools. You have a, you gotta, it's like you acquire a whole entire new limb, right. a new way to, to deal and to cope with these things like that. I've the main thing that I've been like understanding more over the past few months is that really the downs are a little bit more important than the ups mm. and there's yeah. a lot more light there and there's a lot more work to be done there. Mm. Um, that's that without premiut, there's no, it makes no sense, right? Like according to Allah, you're not allowed to get to those places and, mm. and put up every fence that you don't get to those places. But sometimes there's the reality that Hashem's pushing you down there and you, there's something you need to do there. So without Pnimiyuta Torah, without the, the, the inner depths and the different internal meanings that really work the soul, a lot, a lot more people would be lost and I for sure would not have the answers for some of the things I go through. Absolutely. But as you say, those moments of depth, they really need to be relished. Because when used right, the, the depth and, and even sometimes the pain can be turned into a very deep longing. And, and any artist, any creative knows that longing from Mina Meitzar, like, like from the depth, from the confinement, that's where the greatest outpouring of chuka, the greatest outpouring of longing, of yearning comes from. And that translates into art form, that translates into dedication, into motivation. 100%. Yeah, this, this uh, today's Tanya talks about that subject, actually. Mm-hmm. Talks about all about like using that brokenheartedness and we use it to an advantage to like long for Hashem, to feel like distant from Hashem, like to motivate you to come, to come closer to Hashem. And there is, it says a few, uh, few, I think a chapter or two back, it talks about there's like a, uh, a prophet from the darkness, not the darkness itself. The darkness itself is just pure sitracha, like the other side, like negativity. But like the prophet is when you come from that it's you, everything is just more beautiful you're you are broken hearted like you can use that as a broken mm. heart and then when your heart is broken all these things that like hinder you from coming close to Hashem also are broken so you mm. can take this to like start afresh in a way and be like I'm, my heart is open i'm emotional i can guy like aim this towards Hashem mm. and totally use it to its fullest it, it's it's very interesting you say that cuz i actually i have a song uh, I'm not going to share the whole song now, but just share a bit of it. It's a song about really like the tefillah of Aaron and the Levium when Moshe went up to Shemayim and or went up on the mountain and the people were like wondering where's Moshe and started rebelling and having that chuka and that desire to see our leader, to see our king. Wow. You and wrote um, it? I wrote it. 
I mean, I didn't write any of them, but this is, it was a matana that I was <laughs> given. You're the pipeline. Before, before you start, how, how do you come up with these songs? Like, do you sit somewhere? Do you sit alone? What is your thing? Um, it's, I, again, I don't come up with them. They're, 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 no, really, they're mamish, not mine. These, they're mamish, not my songs. Um, I try to open myself up to the experience of the moment and allow whatever is there to flow in. Like, even the Hebrew word for an artist is oman. Oman comes from the word emunah, faith. Now, faith by necessity is not within the realm of logic. If I logically understand it, I'm not believing it. I'm, I'm, I don't have faith about it. Faith taps into this place beyond any logical understanding. And so too with, with artists and creatives. They understand that there's like this huge sea of infinite energy beyond, beyond just our comprehension, beyond what we see and beyond what we think. And to open ourselves up, to open the nozzle a little bit, and to allow some of that to drip in from the great well of creativity beyond Mamash, from the Ein Sof, a little bit into this world wow. is, is the task, the charge, and also like the, the angst of every artist. Because how can I express the Ein Sof through like a finite couple words? But we try. <laughs> so, so just the bridge of the song goes, The quality of light When it comes from the dark Making us dig deep inside And reveal that spark The quality of light When it comes from the dark Making us dig deep inside And reveal that spark This is what you're talking about The Yisrona Or Abba Menachoshech The advantage of light that, that comes from the darkness Not the darkness itself But the revelation of light that we have after the darkness Is so powerful and so beautiful It's like pulling the bow back on the arrow You pull it back one foot And boom, it flies By the way When is your new album coming out? New so album dropping in Mirz Hashem Within the next two months Working on the final touches, pulling it together. We also got a special single track dropping just in time for Purim. So stay tuned. It's going to be really, really awesome. We actually uh, were jamming it a little bit at the beginning of this episode. Oh. Oh, Sneak previews on uh, two chassids in a pod. Exclusive. Exclusive <laughs> preview on two chassids in a pod. Spot connection. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> so about Spot a little bit, like for me, I was in Jerusalem in uh, the beginning of the year. And I decided to move here, and one of the original desires of mine to move here was you. And uh, you, the brother. fact that I had, oh, like, I, you, I had some... Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was in Yerushalayim, and I felt like, okay, I have my, rab my rabbanim here, I have my rabbis here, and I have the Beit Knesset that I'm comfortable with, and my yeshivot if I want to go mm -hmm. to. And then, like, this whole thing started that we're living through now, and... Slowly but surely, I realized like more than anything, what I'm lacking is is social circles, like people that are in my stage of life, with the same emunot that I have, the same beliefs that I have, and the same path that I want to go on. Mm. I was lacking that in Jerusalem. Yeah. I, like I didn't. Jerusalem's very boxy, right? Like there's a lot of boxes, and you have to kind of fit in, and it's the big city, so you click up a little bit. And here, I knew that in Sfat there was you. Yechezkel, there's all, the, all these people that I would bump into here and there, and I was like, all those guys are doing some of the things that I want to be doing, learning <laughs> more, like, meditating, <laughs> sitting as friends, like going on hikes, like all these different things, and I want to surround life. myself, exactly, I want to surround myself with that, so what, y you've been in Sfat though, when there haven't been so many young couples, you've been mm -hmm. here for a few years now, mm -hmm. what, 
what what have you experienced in like the, the development of Tzfat since when you got here and now you're you got married after me even but like now now you're part of the young couple community that is starting to really grow mm. with a ton of the exile of Jerusalem of all the Nachlaot <laughs> <laughs> coming up here what talk to us a little bit about what has gone in what has gone on in Tzfat in the past few years so just before we get to the past few years i would love to back up to about 500 years ago You're old a long man. time ago <laughs> in a galaxy far far Are away you the guy on your album cover <laughs> <laughs> i just might be you saw those circle glasses the flowing white hair yakov <laughs> lenin style yakov lenin I like that. So, <laughs> yeah. so um tzvat actually historically has this very interesting balance with yerushalayim especially at the time of the Arizal and, and since, whenever big Chachamim would come from overseas to settle in Eretz Yisrael, both representatives of Yushalayim and of Tzfat would send delegations to go meet them, convince them, yo, come chill with us, come join us. There's, there's always been this, this kind of holy tension between the two cities. And we know that Yushalayim is the city of Ish, fire, and Tzfat is the city of wind. And fire and wind are really best friends. Because you can't have a fire without a little, with a little oxygen. And the oxygen fans the flames of the fire, Yishalayim. So I, I don't like to see it that we're at odds. I think we add a very, very healthy counterbalance between the two. So first of all, it's beautiful to have you up here on the mountain, brother. Sure. You, you mamish out a lot. Um, and just the transformation that I've seen within Tzfat since is Tzfat has been dormant for a long time. She's been sleeping. And she's been biding her time. But really, really, she, she has a very deep soul song. And she's, she's waiting for the people to come and fill her streets. Fill her streets with music, with Torah, with Ava, with Achva, with brotherhood, with just Kedusha and a lot of love. Kedusha, kindness, and creativity. That's KKK. <laughs> no. Chop, chop, chop. Only KKK. The tikkun, the tikkun of the KKK. There's a spark in everything. We just have to uplift it. You, know? oh. you didn't even start drinking yet. <laughs> <laughs> and and so it's really our charge to bring the kedusha, the kindness, and the creativity to the city. And that's what. And when someone's tapped into that in Sfat, there's, it's Sfat and 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 that person just like work off this mutual beautiful relationship. That Sfat allows that person to blossom, and that person in turn blossoms Sfat into something that it never was before. It's really how I feel since I've been here. That like in Yerushalayim, this. I dreamt of this. Like this, this idea of the reason we're all sitting here started in Yerushalayim mm. like about a year ago when all of this stuff started, right? But it, I didn't see it happening there. And now that I moved to, to Tzfat, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do now my podcast. But like, once I got here, I was like, okay, wait, I can tap into this side of me. Other people here are artistic. Other people here are expressing. And I felt like... The kaka is more like muhan, right? like the ground mm. is ready mm. uh, to to be able to uh, embrace and allow me to like plant that seed, where where something like this can can come out of it, you know, which in my eyes is a creative form of expression. I'm not a musician. I'm not an no, artist. Def- but it's such a creation. But you talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have so much at Slacha talking a lot. Oh, man. Talking <laughs> a lot of Torah, talking a lot of Kedusha, talking a lot of goodness and love, man. No, it's a good talking, don't get me wrong. <laughs> and share this, share the message with your friends and your people and your folks. Also, he's off to one side a little bit. You want to be centered or are you afraid of this? Is there more, more room? Books, more books that, that's okay, that's okay. good. A little uh, social distance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Socially distanced, soulfully close. <laughs> It must have been hard for you not to... How do you do? 
you know, with the hugging and stuff. Are you hug? You like to hug with, it with what? Yeah, no, these now I just went into that. <laughs> <laughs> like with what? Like what's been happening? You have to clue us in on what's happening in the world. <laughs> you know what's happening in the world. You know the social distancing. Like must be hard for you not to hug people. You're like such a hugger. I've um, been hugging a lot of trees. Yeah, <laughs> I've been I've been using. <laughs> I've been going out into nature a lot. Trees are people too, man. Trees are people too. That, that makes us sad. Day. Exactly. It's really true. I. <laughs> On that, on that Nakuda, actually, um, what's one of the beautiful things about Tzfat is it's really surrounded by nature. It's taught me a lot about nature. And, w- and one of the primary things that I see is that if a tree is not growing, it's dying or dead. And part of a human being, for a human being to feel like I'm a, a mamish living human being, he has to be growing. He has to be expanding himself, stepping outside of the box, always. Not staying within our comfort zone, because right here, like, I have that down already, but there's there's such a world to explore outside of our outside of our comfort zone. And it doesn't mean even necessarily I have to leave my house. <laughs> yeah. That means that means within my own mind and within my own space, let me explore more aspects of myself. That's uh it always whenever we talk about like the power of Torah to be able to go outside of the physical four steps that you're in, right? Like uh, mm. Rav Arush um goes to a lot of prisons throughout Israel and talks to you know the prisoners and tries to give them chizuk and wow. and uh, give them something to be happy about, some a little bit of hope. And uh, I heard a story once that he went to a juvenile uh, prison here in Israel, and the way that it's set up because they're kids and they need to go through education, so they can choose either lumudei liba, like uh, secular studies, or they can sit in the Beit Hamidrash all day long in in jail. Whoa. So Rav Arush got there and said, "Listen, all of you here." are here for whatever reason, and it really doesn't matter. You're all here for a certain period of time, and it really doesn't matter. Those are numbers that there's not much you can do to change. But while you're here, you have two forms of education that you can choose. You can choose secular studies and learn math and science, and you have to show up to either one of them. So it's either going to show up to these classes, and they don't really take you out of here. Or you could be sitting with the Rav all day long, who his entire job is to show you that these walls are nothing and that your that your soul and that your whole entire being can be beyond these walls. And I always remember that whenever we talk about like the limitations and 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 the comfort zone mm. and even just like what you th- what you perceive as your physical surroundings, sometimes it really means nothing because you can close your eyes and completely travel to another place and be in another mindset. Mm-hmm. So it's fine that helps us with that. It's a Definitely. good mentality to have nowadays. <laughs> Very useful. People are stuck at home. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be. You can get <laughs> For ten ninety nine, we'll show you how to break out of your home while staying at home. <laughs> Abu Lafia meditation. Ab- really? No, straight up, go check out Abu Lafia meditation on YouTube, on Instagram. Awesome fire stuff will blast you off to new levels of connection Hebrew with yourself series. and connection to Hashem. Right now. It's on YouTube. Yeah, I yeah. until Gimel. Go check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice little plug for you, Cheska. Definitely. But uh, on that Nakuda of of going into ourselves to experience more, to experience deeper, that I mean, that's one of the primary focuses of the Pnimius Torah. Not just the Chintonius of the Torah. We know Yisrael, Araisa, Vekuchabrichu, Kulachad. Hashem, the Jews, humanity, and the Torah is all one. We're in this perfect, beautiful, symbiotic bond together now if someone is learning just the revealed aspect of Torah 
beautiful, the most external aspect of Torah, he connects to the external aspect of himself, which in turn, he, into his conscious self, he's only aware of the external aspect of God. But when someone peers into the depths of Torah and, and really doesn't take it just for surface level, but sees the coding, sees the riddles, sees the deep messages behind everything, then plumbing to the depths of Torah allows someone to access the depths of themselves, which in turn allows someone to elevate and connect to the depths of Hashem. Mamash me mama king. From the, from the depths. And it's something I'm super passionate about. Like, like you asked me what inspires the music. What, where, where do I draw upon for this music? It's mamish from the depths of Torah. Wow, can it's, really ma- see that. it's mamish from Chassidus. It's mamish from Kabbalah, from Panimius of Torah that, that allows me a, a little, a little iota of a feeling of, of what am I really? Beyond all this physical matter, beyond these hands, beyond this face, beyond everything that I present to the world, even beyond the things that I'm telling you guys right now, and, and I, like in some regard, I'm presenting a face. I'm presenting something to the camera, to the, all the people listening, to you guys. Which is important. We're meant, we're here to interface with the world. We're here to engage with the world and, and present what we have inside, outside. But know that, that I am not the words that I say. I am not the things that I think. I am something so much deeper. Sure. And we are all something so much deeper. We are consciousness. We're a soul. Whereas the Alter Rebbe says, we're a chilek alikami mamamash. We're a literal piece of God from the highest levels put here on this world to elevate the world and put it on this world to reveal that, that there's divinity inside of me and every single thing is holy and sacred. Wow, so beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's and really like what we're trying to do with a little bit of the music, you know, to allow people to see that within themselves. What do you what what does it for you? What are like who are the tzaddikim? What are the books? What are Wow, dude. <laughs> I could give you like the all-star roster. Let's do it. What are <laughs> Let's hear your starting five. Okay. At so center, who's holding down the paint? At <laughs> center, it's Lubavitch Rebbe, man. Like Baruch Hashem Machasad of the Rebbe and and just the the Torah that the Rebbe was bringing down was to- Gula Torah. It was Gula Torah. It teaches someone how to have full alignment with their source, full accountability for everything that they're doing and full empowerment to become the greatest person that they can. Literally unleashing and unlocking the inner potential that someone holds. And Baruch Hashem, I'm, I'm really humbled and honored to, to count myself as one of his chassidim. I, w- I wonder when you say this, you want to say something? I, I'll continue after. <laughs> I just wonder, always you say it so beautifully, and I, I wonder sometimes, have you always been so... Religious? <laughs> oh, dude, I never, like, there were points I was religious. I, I'm not religious anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like religion. I kind no, of I vibe with mean. connection. I know what you mean. You know? Stay like, away from religion, but yeah, observant. Let's yeah, say it like that. Yeah, like, even observant, that just, like, that, Jewish, impl- that, impl- Jewish. that implies that there's, like, a set of rules, and, like, in order to be a good person, I got to f- fit myself within these box of rules, and if I don't fit it within these box of rules, like, you're going to burn in the fire. Pits of hell. So let's say like that, though. What? When did it hit you to be motivated by the Torah? When you were like, this is it? When I learned that there was a lot more to it than my parents and my teachers told me. Same Be- because it's nothing that I can be told. Judaism is an experiential connection. And all of the tzaddikim, all of the tzaddikim, from all the rabbeim to the Arizal to Rabbi Shimon to Moshe Rabbeinu, Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, like all the tzaddikim are pointing to have a direct connection, have a direct relationship with your maker. All he's there, he's waiting, he's waiting. Like uh, the Heligim Menachem Mendel of Kotsk, who we do, he just had his uh, yartet on Chaf Shvat. He says, he was once approached by a man, and the man asked him, 
Rebbe, where's Hashem? Where's Hashem? I want to feel Hashem. Where's Hashem? Now, what kind of unbelievable answers a Rebbe could come up with? Higher world, spirituality, all in sof, atzmos. What did the Rebbe Menachem Mendel say? Want to know where Hashem is? Wherever you let Him in, Hashem will flood the space. Depends on us. Uh, we were just talking about this, Rav Turgeman, that like, the, um, with Yitro, right? Yitro is, he says, Atayadati, now I knew. So he explained that the first time Atayadati is in the Torah is with, uh, with Avram and Yitzchak. Right? That Hashem says to Avram, now I knew that, you're, that you have all of Hashem. Atayadati kimata. So like, Hashem created this bridge that flows of like Atayadati. Now I knew. Mm. Like now I, I have this past knowledge that I always knew, but now it's like revealed, well, right? So, and then Yito was the one. So that, that bridge is constantly flowing from Hashem and it's 100%, right? Shefa's coming down all the time. Whether we can receive it or not, whether we're, we're able to open up the bridge, the, the checkpoint that's at the end of the bridge, right? The, that w- opened up with for everyone in the world with Yitro. When mm. Yitro is like, he goes through all of the Abodaza in the world, all of the idol worship in the world, all the lust, in order to get to a point where now at my old age and my stature and then the, the Pope of the world and the height of impurity and defilement of everything that is holy, now I can say how great you are, Hashem. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a big step in like tshuva and just, and when I say tshuva, religious people also need to make tshuva constantly. Especially, <laughs> <Yeah>. especially. <laughs> Even more so, because yeah. we know, right? But like the tshuva, exactly, re- returning to the, to the core, returning to your inner essence of, no, Hashem is always, always giving me at every mm. single time, even when I'm doing a sin, but how much do I recognize it? How do I, and not, and not to put it away, right? Not to, not to say like, like you said, with the religiosity, right? That means I have to fit off this checkbox, and if I don't do it, then I'm not religious, or I'm not uh, keeping properly, or whatever it is. But that was the thing with Yitro, like what Hashem didn't want him to be the biggest of, uh, idol worshiper in the world and the, and the advisor to Pharaoh. Hashem didn't set that up. <laughs> it's like, no, with all that, now I understand how great Hashem is that he took me through everything that I went through, the deepest of depths, in order to now recognize and say, there's nothing greater than you, Hashem. Mamash. So, and also it's amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. And that's also what the, the Lubavitcher Rebbe says in the Mimer. Um, like we're like the seventh generation, right? Mm. And the seven, ge- we're uh, sorry, yeah, we're the seventh generation, like the seventh to the first. Like the whole point that we're the seven because of the first, like the first was Avram Avinu, wow. and the same like Avram Avinu was discovering it himself. Also in our generation, like we have to discover itself, and like I think all of us here are here because we discovered Hashem, we found Hashem, we were looking, we were searching searching different places in different areas or we were like we wanted it like i saw also nissim black he was he was saying he how he was like he had like different bibles diff- also the jewish uh, <laughs> <laughs> the jewish torah chumash and like quran he had it all by him and it was like just going through all of it just searching just wanted to know Stagging hard, Stagging hard. <laughs> find the truth. but then hashem is mercy and he shows you the truth yeah really a lot of respect for the guy yeah. Really, really a lot of respect for anybody that can really, really come to an understanding of, of like, wow, I, I want to go to MS and I want to peel away all the klipas. I want to peel away everything that's, that's been holding on to MS because there's so many groups that have, that have 
sparks of MS, a little idea of truth, this, but, but he really wanted straight MS and he went for straight MS. And, yeah. and Baruch Hashem, like huge Kiddush Hashem to, to all the Yidin right now. Talking about other artists, by the way, who inspires you? Which artists inspire you? So I, I first got to give like a huge shout out to my, to my man, Matis Yahu. Like, like Matis Yahu has been such a huge inspiration for me. Pioneer. Pioneer, really breaking down walls at every step of the journey. At every step of the journey, breaking down walls. First breaking down walls, repping the beard and, and, and a chassid and, and, and showing that and showing that you can be reggae and rap and cool. And even throughout his journey, showing that someone can have an authentic process and someone someone has the full space and the full right to be themselves at every single step. And, and, and all you got to do is listen to his music to see how much, how deep he goes, how deep he goes and how MS he gets with his, with his process and journey. How can I talk to you now? How can I talk to you now? Like he, he just wants to talk to Hashem. And, and I love the fact of utilizing modern lingo, modern beats, modern everything to, to bring that message to people. I super, super vibe with. Um, in addition to Matis you know, Rup Shlomo Kalbach, there's, there's something so special about Rup Shlomo is doing as well, a pioneer. Really a pioneer of the heart. And uh, I, I really deeply inspired by, by the way he can gather people. Not, not in a way of like, I'm a teacher, you guys are listening to me. This is how it should be. But in like, in like an Ava Achva brotherhood kind of way, like, yo, let's just sit down together. That's how we met, you and I. Yeah. And, uh, Zusha did their uh, show in uh, Ascent, and you opened for Zusha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, afterwards, whatever, there was a little Fabrengan in the caves of, uh, of yeah. Ascent, and I walked into the room, and, like, I got, I got to the show at the, end of, uh, at the end of your, like, opening act. Mm. So I saw you, like, play one song, and to be honest, I wasn't interested because I came there for Zusha, and I was just like, all right, Dude, I came there act. for Zusha too, honestly. <laughs> opening act, so like I, I have to sit through this. Not that it was bad. I don't even like I don't even remember, but like, people were enjoying it. But I didn't know who you were at all. Right. And then after the show, I'm like, still, like I was on fire then from Zusha, and I was like, I that whole entire performance, I had my eyes closed and I just literally meditated from the beginning Whoa. to the end. And then I was on fire and like I couldn't come down and I needed more, I needed more. And I was like walking through a sense of like who's here, who can I talk to? And I walk into the cave and I see Shalom with like twenty people around him just jamming. And that was like the first time. And yeah, since since then I was like, all right, I need to connect to this Jew. So it's mm. funny how how far like Yeah. Whatever, Hashem, Dude, God. it's We're been a bracha here. knowing you since, man. <laughs> but, you, but you see, what, what kind of avir, what kind of vibe that space exactly. creates? It creates a space where, like, yo, we're all equal. We're if all you would have been sitting there and, like, preaching... Dude, I, I would have would been interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, Shalom, I'm out, dude. No, thank you. Exactly. But, but, but to have a common space where brothers can get together and brothers can just chill and hold the space and someone can be real and honest and authentic with what they're feeling of where they're holding is so important. That's what it's, this is as well, like... Um, when I when I showed uh, Rav Torjeman, like the trailer um, of this podcast, he said to me that Sichat Chaverim is higher than Torah and Tefillah. Wow. He said that this is a huge project and that we need to put a lot of effort into it because a person can pray for something or to pray to understand something and pray to acquire something, to pray to fix something, and you can learn about how to do it. But sometimes you just need to sit down with your friend and talk it out, and then it goes into your heart. So that's the platform that we're trying to have here yeah. is just like genuine conversations, right? 
that we wanted to first call is actually the Farbi, the Fabrengen. Because yeah. that's what it really is. That's what the thing is, Sichat Chavrim, just coming yeah. together. And you really also bring the party. Like, I remember when you were <laughs> here. <laughs> you, were here. <laughs> you bring the vibe, the good positive They call vibe. me the Shefamacher. And then we, <laughs> and we start with these songs. I'm like, I remember you were here Shabbos. I remember you were here Shabbos um, and you we were you guys started singing a nigun and I was like wow everybody like like started to dance the women went uh, made a mechitza and went to start <laughs> to dance around the corner and I was like wow I asked you like wow where do you have this uh, nigun from and I found out it well you say it's not your nigun but <laughs> no mom is not my nigun it came through you and I was like wow yeah, and then it's literally one of my favorite things and you played it in the beginning of the song thanks dude I appreciate it I mean it uh, yeah um, I think it's really important for all of us to, to have this understanding that we are not here just reacting to life but we are creating life and, and when someone switches that mentality and it's not just in the way we act it's in the way we speak and even the way we think the way I think creates the reality around me. It's the beginning of everything. Yeah, and it's not. This isn't just some like hippie tzvah talk. This is like like this one, is of, Torah. one one of <laughs> this Torah, but also one of my passions is quantum mechanics Ooh. and science. Wow. Um, yeah, and and, <laughs> and I'm no physicist, and I don't claim to have all the all the different mathematical equations down, but I love the concepts because I see the concepts are mamish what the tzaddikim are talking about, and and quantum mechanics explains that the way we see reality, the way we see the world around us, not only do we perceive a situation like that, like, okay, okay, that guy was just passed by the poor person and didn't give any money. And like, we see him in a good light. That doesn't just give us a good perception, but the way I see reality literally shifts the atomic structure of nature around us. Like you said, the tzaddikim speaking about this is Rabbi Nachman and he says that when you find the good point in a person and you start to judge him according to that good point, right? you might have thought he was a wicked person, but once you hold him according to his good deeds, when you look back at his original place, he's no longer there anymore. Why? Because you took him out of there. By way of you judging him favorably, you now cause him to make juva and you actually elevate him. That's definitely so you, you get to create that person and we get to create our reality at every single moment through our thoughts, through our speech and through our action, which is why be, being a creative is the charge of every single person. And, and, and I'll explain why it says we're supposed to be Dome le bore, similar to our creator. Doesn't say Dome le lokim, Dome le advaya, Dome le shakai. It says, what are we supposed to be like? The Bore, the creator. Meaning Hashem is asking us, son, take my hand and co-create this reality with me. Take my hand. I set the raw material. I set the stage. Now it's in your hands. What do you want to do with it? What reality do you want to create? So Baruch Hashem, you, you mentioned how I, I, was, I came into the room and we brought a nigga in and we, and we made it Lebedic. I try to do that in the spaces that I go into, not because I'm, I'm, I have anything that anyone else doesn't have, but because like this is what Hashem's asking of me. Come into a space and be a co-creator in this reality. You have the opportunity to come and, and help direct and help guide a space. Help guide it towards me, not away from me, towards Hashem. Hashem asks us, help guide it towards Kedusha, towards more connection. But it's upon every single one of us to step up and be a leader. And I think that's what people mean also when they say it's all about the mindset. I remember once... Uh, Opening a letter to the Rebbe, I was going. I was re having a really rough time. This actually when I just started doing chua, and I opened uh, the letters of the Rebbe. I said in there, 
the mitzvah is also in the thought. Like there's also mitzvah in thought. Mm. You have to push away those thoughts. That's mm. you have to focus on the good. That is, that's a big avoda. It's actually me and my wife were talking about it. Wow, that's actually the most difficult avoda. She actually said to me, um, "Try not to think about a big elephant or big <laughs> white about, elephant." About a what? Try not to think about a big white elephant. About a what? <laughs> <laughs> and try, and then then you realize, wow, it's not easy. Push away that thought. Like it's one of the most difficult things. But yeah. But at the end, also at the same time, like when you focus on the good, it's like worth it. <laughs> yeah. And you live that, and I really appreciate that. Thanks, and I really respect that. So how does if a, you just say like we have to create, right? We all have. Then that means we all have something that we can or should be creating. A hundred percent. So how does a person tap into that? How does someone find their inner creativity? Yeah. I struggle with this a lot. Like, um, this is one of the things, right? That, that I had an idea and I sat on the idea for a while, and then, like, Baruch Hashem, somehow it clicks together, right? But um, I don't know if I really did anything to, to activate it. I just like thought about it, and I wanted to do it, and then I found the person that it like it all clicks together with, you know? So, I think there are two primary ingredients that you need to find a passion in life. Something that excites you and something that scares the heck out of you. <laughs> if it excites you and scares you, you know, it's probably something you should try and something you should do because that's why you like mountain biking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. In addition to, to getting out in nature and, and the rush and the thrill of, of zooming through these awesome trails. Um, but something that excites you and scares you, the excite is the, the excitement is the draw towards the fear is the push away. There's something beautiful about that that balance, that dance of coming closer and pushing away, coming closer and pushing away, which creativity blossoms within. What are we scared about, Avidan? We're both passionate about this podcast, it's clear, but what are we scared about? <laughs> Help me out now. <laughs> the snow outside. <laughs> it's pretty scary, man. It looks so slippy. I haven't been outside yet. <laughs> I think your passion... Have is to become a snowman <laughs> or a snowmensch. Snow <laughs> become a snowmensch. The North Polar Rebbe. Yeah. Oh. By the way, get on the Polar Beer Club and go to a cold mikvah. It'll change your life. Oh, yes. Super important. But to, on, on this note of creativity for, for another minute, because it's super important. Super, super important. And, and it's really the calling of why we're here to co-create with Hashem. And, and a lot of people are stuck. Like, I don't even know what, what I'm passionate about. I don't know what I'm excited about. I don't know what scares me. I don't know any of it. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, well, I, which I myself am stuck in in a lot of areas. Like, I have music. I have other mediums of creativity. But I know there's so much more that my heart wants to express. There's so much more that I want to share and so much more that I want to give. Um, I think becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable is super important. And stepping outside of our comfort zone, stepping outside of what I know and what I'm familiar. And then once I step outside of my comfort zone and I learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable, then I, then I start picking up new things. Then I'm like, oh, let me try this, uh, this handpan. Let me try this saxophone. Let me try drawing. Let me try whatever it is. I'm so uncomfortable drawing. Like I could, I could barely draw a stick figure, but let me try it because maybe I'll find something within that that inspires me. But it, it requires us being comfortable being uncomfortable. It's amazing. And learning how to sit with it. I, mean, I guess that's what, uh, 
I think that that is, I guess, maybe the fear here of like the maybe it won't be this way, maybe it won't be that. Like maybe the podcast won't be, maybe it won't have this effect. And now, like, see, like you just do it, and it's like, what? Well, people are loving this. You have people literally <laughs> across the world. Like, like you yeah, said, I really, dude. I really do feel like um, for whatever reason, now is like the right time that this happened. Obviously, because it didn't happen before, and it's not happening later. It's happening now, right? But it could have. If I would have pressed this, if if I would have pushed it, it wouldn't be what it is. And I'm very happy, thank God, that it is what it is. So it, it, it takes a, a certain degree of being uncomfortable. I had no idea about this stuff. SEO on YouTube and <laughs> video yeah. editing and uh, all these different things that go into it. But uh, okay. Then you guys stepped out of your comfort zone. And I want to, Mamish, give you guys a bracha that Hashem should open up this podcast to have so much atzlacha and really hit the people that it's meant to hit. Mm-hmm. And really, when it, when it, when it co- comes to them, may it go into their panemius, may it go into their heart, and may it really affect them until this, this podcast really, really blossoms beautiful, beautiful growth within people. Amen. Oh, we need a lachaim. That's it. Talking yeah. about <laughs> comfort zones, indeed. We need a lachaim. <laughs> Are we ready to try something new? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, can, oh, we, yes. can we get the intro song? Hashem. Oh, oh, we can do either one. Yeah. <laughs> Nagila Hava, Nagila Yo boys, what do we got over here? Ah. Shout out to Nissim Black. Oh. Yes. Nissim Black and the Golani Distillery. I love whiskey. I heard he's, he came out with a whiskey. I was like, I need, I got to have that. We got to have that on the podcast. We like. We got to whiskey. have it on the podcast. Uh, uh. Have a whiskey. Have I heard you have a great whiskey, Nissim. Exactly. I heard you have a great whiskey. The bottle looks really great. Yeah, definitely does. Made in Israel by the Golani Distillery. Actually, a friend of us makes art for the Golani Distillery. Yeah. Really? Yom-tuf oh, does nice. uh, some of their bottle design. Nice. Shout out to Yomtov, amazing art. Soon we'll be having him on the podcast. That's really cool. Bezat Hashem. Nissim Black, a blackened whiskey, <laughs> single new chaired American oak, smooth O, smooth take off with a smooth landing, a royal drink for royal people. Nice, because my takeoffs are usually good. Sometimes my landing after L'chaim, it ain't so smooth. <laughs> so with so, uh, this, you don't got to worry. <laughs> you don't got to worry. The next day, you're clear as a bell. <laughs> Sweet, man. Barrel 108. 108, Gemacha Nanach. Whoa. Whoa. We got a breast liver bottle. Got a breast liver bottle. You're wearing, you're wearing trellis? I got my trellis on. I got my blue oh, strings. Not beautiful. only do I have my blue strings over here, but I got my blue strings over here. Oh. Gniza. Yeah. The holy Gniza on the wrist. Very Made, nice. actually... By the probably the most talented artist in Spot. There's one artist, really, really unbelievable. She's kind of just mind-blowingly talented, and I'm this is and going. I'm kind of super biased. <laughs> I know where this is going because she's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I believe the most incredible artist I've ever met. And in addition to little crafts like that, like this, mind-blowing paintings, mind-blowing such, goes under the name Rock Cree Eight with, num- with the number it. eight. I saw the painting she made of the rabbit. Really beautiful. Yeah, really yeah. Beautiful. Unbelievable stuff. Go check out her Instagram, Rock Create. We'll put it in the description. We got definitely we got some uh we got some prints available now to buy. Definitely go check it out. Really, really oh, cool sure. stuff. Right. 
Tov. Are you ready for this? Yeah. It's a little bit of Hava. Thank God, thank God. I needed that for some bias, you know? Like, <laughs> if I didn't give her a shout out on this. Oh, yeah. Baruch Shem. Baruch Shem. You'll we be sleeping over tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a couch for me, bro? <laughs> this stuff smells good. By the way, we're not sponsored. Yet. Uh, yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Shalom and I are in the same mindset. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Golani Distillery. Golani Distillery, we do like whiskey. We like Arak. We like all of your products. Uh, some heavy I pray personally with Ravitz Abu Khatera. There's always at least five bottles of Golani on his table. Nice. Hey, hey, hey. You're a yeah, chassid, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 chassid. Yeah, I was thinking that. Difference like between an alcoholic and a chassid? One of the differences is an alcoholic pours himself. Chassid has someone else pour him. His brothers get together and for bring. Alright. I say let's start with the smell test. Yeah, so first things are the bottle. The bottle oh, is amazing. The bottom of the bottle is amazing. It's a little clear see-through thing. I love the bottle. Aspaclaria meira right exactly, there. Exactly, Aspaclaria meira. Exactly. From the tachtit, from the from the bottom, from the depths, it's all clear. And the smell? Very smooth smell. Mm, hints of oak casks. <laughs> no, it's really. sweet. It's like marshmallow. You right? That, you get that really beautiful golden color right there. We have no idea what we're doing, but we act yeah, like Yeah, we it. have we, no. We we're drink not, a lot of whiskey. <laughs> we just love whiskey. <laughs> we drink a lot of whiskey, but we have no idea how to review one or rate one. But uh, this smells amazing. Mm -hmm. So I can't wait anymore. Boys, what are, yeah, we, drinking, what are we saying L'chaim to? We don't, we don't click on this show. Oh, no clinks? You got to make tshuva on the one that clink you did before. Beside it, just Whoa, do no, 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 no. Oh, before we go into this. Just do tshuva really quick. Do we do No, no, no. I'm actually on a, a very powerful campaign called Reclaim the Clink. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, no, can I, can I explain? I need to be mazbeth. This is right, very important. Right, let's, let's we go. say that clinking is not a Yiddish thing because back we clink because back in the day they were scared. Maybe you poisoned me, man. So we clink and a little of mine goes to you and a yeah. little of you goes to mine. So to make sure we're not poisoning each other. But first of all, Yiddin aren't scared that we're poisoning each other. First of all, so it's not even in the cheshbon. But also, so that's why we don't clink. Hashem wants us to enjoy the world around us, and we enjoy the world through <laughs> our senses. So here, the sense of smell, no, the we, sense of taste. We do a different clink. I could see it, but I can't hear it. I want to hear it, man. Oh, I hear it. Never mind. Never mind. It's talking to me. No, you have your own clink though. <laughs> we have the shalom one. Hello, Nisim. <laughs> yeah, man. This stuff's amazing. Start this stuff is so start great. Drinking it already? Just smell it. Okay, cool. I got <laughs> you, bro. <laughs> All right, Nissim's selling us to just say l'chaim, man. All right. I think we're just l'chaim. A call from Bitch. I'm not doing it. That's it. No. Look at it. Maybe we have <laughs> mamish abundance. I'll do your one. This nice. is your one. You yeah, tell yeah, me yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did for Shalom Bais, you know. Put Kavana in the cup. Kavana in the cup. Mamish, may we have incredible bracha and incredible chef on our lives. And may this Adar bring a total vinahapachu. And any clip on the world, any difficulty in the world, anything, put it up there, boys. Put it all the way up there. Put any difficulty in the world. And any. And right now, there's a lot of people that aren't hurting. There's a lot of people that are in pain. May everything be transformed to Kedusha, to light, to goodness. La Yehudim, Haisa, Orav, Simcha, Vasasan, Viyakai. Amen. Kain Yelanu. Amen. brother. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's good. It's good taste. It has spice to it. It's like it's not. Good. So this is a sip in whiskey. There's certain whiskeys that like you know it's like a shot or it's um No, this is a this taste. you can sit on. 
I gotta have a lot. Have a lot. Have a lot. Gotta have a lot of it, man. Have in Hebrew is give. Right? That's like ahava. Why is it ahava? Because the only way you can really have love is by giving. That's why parents love the child way more than the child can love the parent. Because the parents are constantly giving. So have a have a liod. boys. We want to bless you, Nisim, that you should have an incredible atzlacha with the music, with the l'chaim, mamish with everything you do, keeping a kiddush Hashem and keeping and mamish or la'amim. Amen. We have Nisim Black right next to Moshe's light. The tzaddik and the tzaddik. Together they light up the world. Yeah, Nisim It really seems like we're sponsored by Nisim Black, honestly. This is not a sponsored thing. This is a call to a sponsor. Mamish, mamish. I would love to share a song with you it's guys. It's dangerous if we would get sponsored by whiskey, you know? This <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <We laughs> might make bottles of whiskey. Like. People have been telling, uh, telling us to make a shorter episode, so we might get there. If right. <laughs> right. If we sponsor by whiskey, we have, we have to want, have one camera above the table and one camera <laughs> under the table. <laughs> Just for like the later on in the episode, how it evolves. They come down. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we come down smooth on this one. It's all yeah. good. This is great. This is great. Nisim Kolakavod. Chazakavod. To you and to Golani. Chaim, Chaim. Boys. I would love to share a song with you guys. The song is about our beautiful city, it's about the mystic village. This hasn't been out yet. It hasn't been out. Released on the new album. It's coming out soon. Stay tuned, stay tuned, it's going to be awesome. Um, maybe we'll sing the song and later we'll give a little peerage on the song because it goes deep. into the sun mystery and intrigue lamp light ancient streets whispers of a time long gone I said a home for holy sages and inspiring creatives a town where time himself has passed of oh so sacred places beyond time and space is the Holy town of Tzfat Welcome to the mystic village Welcome to the mystic village Oh, there was an ancient lion Boring for a return to Zion Unlocking gates to the divine Come feast at the set table, enter into the fable of living a life so aligned. Well, I say gaze across the mountainside and feast your eyes at the radiance of his light. And when the sun sets and the mountains come to rest, the gates of heaven open wide. Welcome to the mystic village 
Welcome to Tzfad. That's a good welcome to Tzfad. Yeah, welcome to the Mystic Village. Mamash, where we tap in to beyond this world. Living in the Orient Sof, L'chaim L'vracha. You know, the Hariya Kadosh, who lived here in Tzfad in the 16th century, he quotes on the Pasuk in Tehillim, Ki bachar Hashem b'tzion, yiva l'moshav lo. Which, according to the regular Peshat, means Hashem chose Sion, Yerushalayim. He desired it as a dwelling place. But the word Bachar is the same letters as Charav, destroy. And Iva, we know there are many, many different ways to, to switch letters out. One of the most common ones is called the Atbash method. Where Atbash, you switch the Aleph for the first letter for the last letter, the Taf. The bay is the second letter for the second to last. So it kind of like folds over and you, you s- switch out the first for the last, second for the second to last. So in Arbash, Iva is Tzfat. So Ki Charav Hashem B'Tzion, when Hashem destroyed Yerushalayim, Tzfat Lemoshavlo. Tzfat is the place where Hashem chose to have the dwelling of the Shekhinah. Wow. Where, does this, where is this written? This is the Ria Kadosh. Wow. Yeah. And, and we Mamish, you feel it here. You feel it. And, and Tzfat's a city as well that hasn't been tainted. You have Hebron, Yerushalayim, Tveria, they're the super beautiful holy cities, but also there's a lot of a lot of things that are not what Hashem wants happening in those cities as well. And Tzfat, Tzfat is Baruch Hashem, pristine. It's beautiful. So pure. It feels it's so holy. No distractions. The ear is clear. Yeah. And the view, the view of Rajbi, the view of the Tzadik. Talk about that in your song. You mentioned speaking, looking out of the view, and that there's only one thing that's interesting yeah. about the view, besides the beauty of Eretz Yisrael. There's one uh, light that sticks out across it. I'm not talking about the military base. That <laughs> 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 has a ton of lights that don't even come close to the light of Rajbi, the light of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Ramash. So I'd actually love to break apart a little bit of the song. Right, first yeah, we talk please. about. Hatzvat's this like beautiful city of creativity, of, of song, of music, 
of the ancient lamplight streets just give that mysterious, beautiful, mystical vibe, allowing someone to perceive not just what's happening in this physical realm, but, but there's so much happening right here behind the scenes. And then the second verse starts. There was an ancient lion roaring for a return to Zion, unlocking gates to the divine. Who's the ancient lion? Who's the lion? Nari. Nari. Yeah, she's <laughs> the lion. Roaring for a return to Zion, roaring for Ali. this like Zion Geula consciousness. And he was in Mitzayim. Uh, unlocking gates to the divine. What, what is the collective work of the Ari called? The Shmona Sharim, the eight gates. Shara Kavanot, Shara Gilulim, all the Sharim, right? He was literally locking gates to the divine. He also has like literally these eight books, you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the, eight, the eight different Svarim of, of the Ariya Kadosh, they're called the Shemona Sharim, and they're the eight gates. Actually, interestingly enough, Tzfat, Gematria, Gematria Sha'ar. Wow. I'm just doing it in my head. <laughs> this, this is the gate. He it's loves the, Gematria. They're both, they're, both, they're both 570. So Tzfat is Gematria Shart. Tzfat is this gate. So there was an ancient lion roaring for a return to Zion, locking gates to the divine. Come feast at the set table. Who's the set table? Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch, oh, Rabbi Yosef Kara, nice. right here. Very Come nice. feast at the set table and enter into the fable of living a life so aligned. Because Halacha teach us, uh, teaches us how to live a life aligned with God. Gaze across the mountainside. Who's that? Rabbi Shimon. And feast your eyes on the radiance of his light. He wrote the Zohar, which is the, the, the Targum of the Zohar, is radiance. Feast your eyes on the radiance of Rabbi Shimon's light. And when the sun sets and the mountains come to rest, the gates of heaven open wide. This, this is the place and, and, and I don't want to sound like elitist or like we have anything else that anyone else doesn't have <laughs> but, but we do but, but, <laughs> <laughs> no but we're, we're mamish extending a hand and anybody that feels inclined to come and, and wants to connect to Hashem from a deeper more authentic creative place beyond the ways you were told to do it by your rabbis by your teachers by your parents by anyone beyond the ways that anyone has told you how to connect to Hashem and you want to find your own authentic cre creative connection with your maker Tzfat is the most beautiful place to allow that to blossom so we're literally extending a hand whoever you want if you're single if you're a young couple <laughs> if you're an older family whatever it is please come join us there's something super magical and super special happening on this mountain and we would love for you to be a part of it yeah we've uh i think we said it once already on the show that if anyone needs help with aliyah is interested in making aliyah Whatever it might be, like I, I'm for We're sure. We're here. I'm for sure offering my help and advice in any way. Um, and yeah, then in, in any way, like place to stay, advice, anything, everything. Yeah, just come home. Heck yeah. Just come home. That's it. Heck yeah, dude. Heck heck yeah, yeah, heck yeah. here, the gates of heaven. You're heck yeah, Asher. Heck yeah, Mamish. <laughs> heck yeah. And I don't it's think we need to shy away from that. Like we're not elitist, but it is true. Like the Shefa comes down, like the Torah. It's so alive here like people live it here mm. it's like you can feel it in the stones literally yeah it's palpable in the air yeah we're so yeah. blessed for Hashem yeah and, and this is really what it's all about though it's all about it's not about a place it's not about people it's not about this it's about a personal experiential relationship with our creator yeah personal like I am here I am not here learning some book that my rabbi told me I have to learn this book and, and look through it or else I'm gonna burn in the fiery pits of hell no, like, dude, no, thank you. I don't need that in my life. I don't need that. But 
but but you want to tell me that that the creator of heaven and earth the one that's constantly infusing life force vitality and energy in all of creation wants a personal relationship with me wants me to talk to him i think we have guests Chaya? <laughs> it's becoming four chassids in a pod <laughs> <laughs> No, but, but like the fact that Hashem wants a personal relationship with me is is mind blowing. Should we just tell him to come on in? <laughs> He's trying to open the door. <laughs> He's trying to open the door. He can. Chaya, you get some shit. Somewhere with Oh, it's Rav Chesed. The groceries. Tzadik, Tzadik, yeshi sheila bishvicha. Yeshi sheila bishvicha. Echol mecha. מיקי, מיקי. מיקי? שאלה לכם. יש לי שאלה אתה יודע, יכול להיות שאתה משיח? יכול להיות שאני מושיח. יכול להיות? לא, אני ממש 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 כן, אתה מאמין שיש לך ניצוץ של המשיח בפנים? כן. וואלה. כן. אני מרגיש הרבה דברים. כן? אני מרגיש הרבה דברים. וואי, יפה. אתה יכול להגיד לנו משהו מעניין? מה להגיד, מה עוד להגיד, איזה דברים? שבעזרת השם המשיח יבוא בזמן הקרוב, עכשיו אפילו. ושתיגמר המגפה. ושתהיה לנו גאולה בעזרת השם. נגענו בפסח ונגיעל בפסח. ושיהיה רק בשורות טובות. וחודש טוב ופורים שמח. תודה רבה משיח. תגלה את עצמך לעולם. שיהיה לך שפע טוב, שבת שלום, חודש טוב, המון שמחה והמון ברכה ונהפכו בכל עניינים. It's awesome to have you here. Uh, thank you all for listening. This was Tuchas in the pod. And yeah, like if you liked it, share with your friends. Subscribe. Something else? Like follow. I would actually love to share one other, yeah, one other thing, which, which really is, was a very deep essential part of my creative musical process. Um, being in yeshiva, I was in like a, a very like intense strict yeshiva first class was at seven o'clock in the morning last class was at 9 30 at night like learning the whole day in between which i'm super grateful for and was really really um gave me a lot of beautiful tools there were a lot of areas in which i felt like my creativity and my more personal personal connection with myself and with hashem did not find full expression even to the point where i was not allowed to have a guitar in yeshiva and like What, like, I'm not going to have a guitar? You want to cut off one of my limbs? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? So I actually hid my guitar in a nearby house. Someone that I knew there, I hid my guitar in a nearby house, and I would go and play my guitar there on breaks. It's crazy. My rabbi found out. He found out, made me give him the guitar, and gave me a $40 fine. What? And, like, all I'm doing is just jamming some guitar on my breaks. And, and, and this is something that, like, I'm super passionate about. Super, super passionate about. Do you have a data shame? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Mamash, Hashem wants us to use my creativity. Hashem wants us to use my tools and to use the thing that I'm passionate about to serve Him. You want to cut off my passions? I can't use them for Hashem anymore. Which means you've robbed me of my personal relationship with Hashem. And and it's super important, if anyone hears this, that, that take the power that you have, take the things that you're passionate about, take the things that you love, and use them. Use them, and don't let anyone tell you you're not good enough to use them, because you're so good enough to use them. But use them to bring people closer together. Use them to spread a, a message of unity, of positivity, of love. Because that's what we're all about, and Hashem wants us. This is what Hashem wants of me. Like, think about the base of Migdash, man. Like, OG tefillah. OG Tefila. Impossible without music. Impossible without music. The Levites were I rocking saw. out. The, the Levites actually had to study music for 30 years before they could play in the base of Midash. So just imagine what Ka'ula is going to be like. Just the line of oh, thousands and of people. And we Levim. get the eighth note. Yeah, oh, rock, yeah. Rocking out on music. There's a missing note. David Amelech on the electric harp. Lam <laughs> 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really <laughs> what, you, what you touched on. I think also it's like, I don't think we can we can stop without talking about this because um, Tzvat is a very expressive place and a very artistic place. And, and for sure, um, you're one of the more vocal and out there um, creators and artists in Tzvat. But in general, it's a, it's a little bit of a thing that I've been somewhat obsessed with since I've made Tshuva, is finding Bali Tshuva or finding just Jews that are so deeply connected that they're able to express, express, and not only that, that they go out of their way. Um, and I, I don't think like that message gets out enough. Like mm. You have people that create, and you have people that, you know, a lot of people are very tanua, and you don't find out about it. You know, you have crazy, I've worked with them, Bali Chuva that are in high tech, running billion dollar companies, and you look at the guy, black suit white shirt and a hat you would never think he ever worked a day in his life maybe right according to perceptions that the world has of, of the Haredi community but what what message could you give for um, let's say a, a person that's recently made chuva or he's already made chuva for a while and he f- has this burning something inside him right like even I think like even like Nisim Black he converted, changed his whole entire life, comes to Torah Mitzvot. And then like all his music in the beginning was all like, you know, very Torah, Psukim, and like, it was great. It, it was Mamash great. It still is. The music's still out there. It's still great music. Mm-hmm. What he's doing now, now that he's making tshuva on his tshuva, now that he's going back, he's like, no, no. I am, I, I, there is a certain level of hip hop that I, I don't want to give up on, right? There, there's a way to do this way better than just the Jewish version. I'm going to be Nisim Black, which, which I'm going to use exactly how everyone else uses, makes hip-hop, but I'm going to put the words and I'm going to put the vibes and I'm going to put the Kedusha. So what, what do you have to say of the importance of expressing ourselves with the, with the Kaylee and with the tools? We talked, we talked about this last night with, uh, with Aaron, the tour guide, um, how the Lubavitcher Rebbe was all for media and all for taking these, these Kaylee, these mm. tools that we have in the world and using them for expression. So just the message from Shefa, from Shalom, what do you have to say for people out there that maybe feel that suppression, that 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 being held back, that yeshiva is not allowing them to to completely express themselves, to play basketball, to do whatever it is that they feel they need in order to breathe a little bit? Chavon. If any rabbi is telling you not to do something 
that you feel is deeply connected to who you are, then it's not holy. Or I maybe... Time and place, maybe? No, maybe we'll bring it back. If any rabbi is telling you to do something that doesn't align with who you are, it's because he doesn't understand you. And that's okay. That's okay. Forge your own personal relationship with Hashem, and Hashem is absolutely calling upon you to bring everything you're passionate about to the table. Everything. And because, guess what? Hashem doesn't want the same old Yiddishkeit that there was in Poland, in Morocco, in Syria, and this. Like, that stuff is beautiful and awesome, and we should, we should incorporate beautiful elements of it. But Hashem wants a Geula world, which means He wants, he wants hip-hop Yiddishkeit. He wants hip-hop reggae Yiddishkeit. He wants people that are creatives, artists, expressionists, unique thinkers. That's really Geula. Really Geula is bringing what you got to Hashem and offering it up on the Mizbeach. Yeah, and I want to add, like what you said, like if a rabbi tells you something that, like, totally doesn't make sense to you, and you feel it in your kishkes, yeah, how they say. I want to add to that, like, choose your rabbi and choose your rabbi wisely, right? Because mm-hmm. you have to. It's a mitzvah to choose a rabbi, mm-hmm. right? And look at a rabbi that fits you, that like understands you, that connects mm-hmm. with you, that you can vibe with, if you would say, you know, like you you feel free to share your personal things with and it gets you understand you'd like this is who you are and gets where you are in your journey because it's a journey mm. you're like now you're here and now you need to get to the next level but understands you and doesn't rush it with you doesn't like he knows you and like choose your rabbi, a rabbi wisely but then listen to him right would you agree <laughs> so avidan are you taking applications for people to be for you to be people's rabbi <laughs> yeah uh rabbi avidan uh subscribe <laughs> no no rabbi <laughs> no i mean But if people, if you guys, not <laughs> maybe not rabbi figures, but if you guys need some brothers to bounce some things off friends. and to just chill with, yeah. brothers and friends, we're mamish here and yeah. hit us up. And literally at any point, I'm on Chef of Music at Instagram. I'm on Facebook as well. We're on YouTube. But but hit me up on sh- Instagram, Chef of Spotify. Music. Spotify. 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 YouTube. Spotify. 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 <laughs> You've all just been Spotified. Everything's Spotified. <laughs> Thank you so idea. much, Shalom. Um, really, really appreciate the, the the flow of just hopping on and coming out here, spreading your light, spreading your music. It's really important. It's really needed in the world. Um, so thank you very much again. Yeah, and, thank uh, you so much, man. I love you so much. I love you so much. Wait, I don't have anything yet. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to pour. Sorry, guys. Chef out, brother. Thank Chef you so much, Chef. That's another single step. This needs to last until we get the sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, May yeah. the landing be easy. Cool. To your success. To have some altira. One more. Altira, mi pahat bit. We just finished tefillah. Oh. We just finished. Maybe we'll do the same yichud going to altira. Yeah, whatever you want. I'm, for, I'm, I'm all for it. We can start feeling and end it in the same song. Yeah. So this this song is the the sp- for spiritual vernacular, spiritual terminology, Kabbalistic terminology. It's just the unification of the divine male, which is God, and the divine female, which is us. And all he wants to do is engage in a loving, beautiful relationship with us. So let's tap in and be intimate with the infinite. <laughs> yeah. With a soft Abba. <laughs> Wallace 
And to end off, we'll do Altira. I just want to say before Altira, I, I visited my grandmother this past week. Oh, Hashem, she's doing well and healthy. I mean, she be love, live long and feel great. And I asked my bubby, Bubba, we call her. I asked Bubba, Bubba, what's your favorite tefillah? Now, Bubba Davin's Shachris Mincha Mayriv Kriya Shema at night, wow. like, like, is davening the whole day long. <laughs> Mom is like super, super holy, holy woman. And I asked her, like, Bubba, what's your favorite tefillah? So she's like this, well, you know, me and your grandfather, who my grandfather actually passed away just about a year and a half ago. Um, yeah, Baruch Hashem. Uh, he should really have an Elias and Shama and come back down here and we should Amen. dance with him soon by the base of Midash. But like Baruch Hashem, she's doing well and Baruch Hashem, she's, she's holding up. Um, she said, well, me and, my, me and, me and your Zeta, we always loved the tefillah of Altira Mipacha Pisam. When we share Hashem, he says, "Utsu it's a super davar davar v'liachim kimanuka v'yadzikna anihu." Hashem's like he's with us till our old age. Like no matter what, Hashem is always with us, and Hashem will never forsake us, and Hashem will never, never, never leave us on, on the wayside. But Hashem loves us, and all He wants to do is hold us in His arms. There's a big lesson in this song too. Just before we get into it, mm-hmm. this song is uh, this pasuk. It talks about how the wicked, they, they can have all these different thoughts and plans against the Jews. They can have anything that they want to try to pull us down. But Hashem just flips it all. Like, it, it doesn't matter what they can plan against us. And this is the perfect month. This is the month of the poor, the month of the lottery. That right? We're trying to take down the Jews. And you're going to have the whole entire plan, a final solution. 
doesn't help. Ki Emmanuel, Hashem's with us. Hashem's with us. It doesn't really help. It doesn't matter what you plan. You flip it on them and their plan will go right back in their face. Bezat Hashem. Amen. Brother, Pesav and Habachu. Al tiro mi pacha piso, imu mi shayat v'shayim kisavot. Unzu etzov esufar davar davar v'lo yokum ki imanu kel. V'yat ikno ahani u, v'yat seiva ahani yesbol. We want Mashiach now. God is with us. God loves you so, 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 so much. Open to his love and he'll flood this place. He'll flood the space. Love you all. Thank you for vibing out, listening, chilling with. Check out Shefa Music. This is Shalom from Shefa, and you've been listening to Two Chassids in a Pod. Welcome to the pod.